Joshua 1.8 This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. This is the Good Success Podcast. I am your host, Kwame Selver. In Hebrew, success is defined as wisdom, understanding, and to prosper. And I believe that God's word has the key for all believers to have the wisdom to prosper in their homes, their careers, their ministries, and their overall Christian life. So join me as we have practical conversations about how to have good success in every area of our lives. Welcome one and welcome all to the Good Success Podcast, where we search God's word to find wisdom to prosper. This is our very first episode. Yes, thank you. Oh, you are too kind. You're too kind. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just got a fan club out here. Just, you know, just give me all these great applause. Anyway, it is wonderful to be here with you, and we're looking forward to having a great, great time with this podcast. And I am your host, Kwame Selver, and this is our first episode, and I am excited to get the ball rolling. So, I have three topics that I'm going to talk about today, and I think for this particular episode, the best thing to do is just to give you a little bit of background about who I am. That's going to be topic number one, uh, get you to know a little bit about the, the man behind the voice. Then number two, what will this podcast be about? So you hear this and you say, hey, should I tune in? Should I subscribe? And then lastly, we're going to just take a short study on understanding the word good success as it is in Joshua chapter 1 and verse number 8. So let's get ready with topic number 1. Okay, hopefully there won't be any more applause for the rest of this podcast. Anyway, uh, who am I? I am Kwame Selver, and it is a pleasure to be here on this podcast with you, and thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I was born in the beautiful, exquisite, pristine island of Nassau, Bahamas. Just a little bit to understand, I was born to Joan and Mirza Selver, and I was born in the beautiful islands of the Bahamas that has 700 islands. And um, so it's just it's just been great living here and growing up here. So if you hear my accent, now you understand. Uh, that's that's why it is. So my personality, a little bit about my personality. I am I was the class clown. I used to make people well used to. I used to make people laugh all the way when I was in school, and I just love making people smile, bringing a smile to their face. And even though we may be having deep conversations at time. I want to inject a little bit of humor just to lighten up the load a little bit. Uh, I, I also think that I'm a pretty nice person. I'm not a, a mean person in, in that regard. And I know probably some students where I was the vice principal might think differently. But I'm really a nice, a nice guy, a nice guy. My salvation testimony, how did I get saved? Well, my parents, even though at the time 
and I thank God that they did get saved later. But at the time, they sent my brother, my sister, and myself to a Christian school called Nassau Christian Academy, and we used to have chapel, and they still do. We had chapel every week, and I can remember I was in the second grade. We had a chapel service, and I remember very vividly, even years later, that I sat in that pew and I felt the conviction that I was a sinner. And of course, Romans 3 verse 23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So I felt that I was a sinner. I was convinced. And I also realized, because the preacher was actually preaching on hell, and I realized that the wages of sin, Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. And I realized that since I was a sinner, if I were to die, I would go to a place called hell. So I did not go forward in chapel. I waited until I got back to the classroom, and this is how I know I genuinely got saved in the second grade. We, When the teacher let all the children out to recess, I stayed behind. Now let me ask you, what second grader do you know that's going to stay in during recess? Now I was under the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And my teacher's name, she was a missionary from America, and her name was Miss Maddie. And right there in, in the classroom, Miss Maddie took a Bible and she showed me how I can just simply call upon the name of the Lord and I would be saved. Romans 10 verse 13. And right there was the greatest day of my life when I gave my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Between second grade and age 13, I would honestly say I did not live for the Lord like I should have. I was not serving him. I was not really reading my Bible, praying, anything at all. Very up and down. But at 13, I decided, you know what, I want to rededicate my life to the Lord. And so that's what I did at age 13. I didn't get saved again. I just simply said, you know what, God, I know that I'm your child. I know I haven't been living the way that I should. And I want to recommit my my devotion to you. And so I did that at age 13. And then after age 13, when I, I started serving the Lord, uh, my sister and myself, we started a bus route and we would pick up kids for church. I started teaching and preaching little sermonettes at our junior church, which was interesting because how God would use that training ground for the future, which I had no idea about. And I also started um, going out to the youth choir and youth group and different things like that. So my life really began to to look more like what a Christian ought to be. And so that's what happened when I was about 13 years old, started that. When I turned about 16 years old, we would have preachers come into our church and preach for revival meetings and different weekly meetings. And this one time, a preacher by the name of John Crabb, evangelist John Crabb out of New York, he came. And the moment he came, it was amazing. It was like we knew each other for a long time. And so we ended up just every time we would go, there would be a service, I would go and talk with him before the service and after the service. And we just built this relationship. And it was just great. We just had a wonderful time. Well, anyway, after he left, I would be sitting down in the chair by myself. Maybe I'm just at home, just watching TV or doing something. And the Holy Spirit would just kind of tap me on the shoulder, so to speak. And, and I would get this question, why don't you do what John Crabb is doing? And it was after a little bit of time that I was convinced that God wanted me to be in full-time ministry. Now, I got to say, I wanted to actually be a marine biologist, 
but I really love the ocean, really love that, but God had other plans for my life. So I went off to Pensacola Christian College, and that, that was a great time in my life. Learned a lot, met a lot of people, had great times of internship, um, and it was just a real good time. So when I graduated, I went to college, and then I did uh, seminary, graduated college in 2002, graduated seminary in 2003, and then I started out in evangelism. And I did that for about five to six years. And then I got married. I'm going to come back to that in a second. But then after marriage, I actually started being the youth pastor of our home church and the vice principal of our Christian school. So I am thankful to God that he has given me a lot of different experiences. And hopefully that will come out in the podcast where I can have a little bit of knowledge about certain things. And so... It was, it was an amazing, amazing time. And also, I also forgot to mention, we started a youth camp in 2006, Camp Elena. And man, Camp Elena was an amazing time where we would take about 50 to 70, 75 teenagers to another island in the Bahamas. And about 30 staff members would be there. And we just saw God move. We saw God work. We saw things literally that I'd never seen before. And just seeing young people make decisions for the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that, that was just great. That was just wonderful. My spiritual gift is exhortation. I, I have a couple others. You know, sometimes you have one and two and different ones. But the one I'm going to speak about is exhortation because two things. Number one, I really want to be an encouragement. I think we beat each other up enough, right? So I hope that you come to the podcast and you get some encouragement. And I hope you come to the podcast and get some very practical um teaching, just practical grassroots, just tell you, just, hey, this is what it is, because that's kind of my, or not kind of, that is my spiritual gift. And I love to be practical, and I love counseling, and I could probably counsel all day long. And that's just a little bit about who I am, and I'm sure if you continue to listen to the podcast, other things about me will stand out, but that just is a little bit about who I am. As I stated earlier, I am married to the beautiful, talented, wonderful Jennifer Selver. Now, her maiden name was actually Jennifer Smart. So the moment we got married, she was no longer smart. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that, right? But we've been married now for 12 years, and it has been a wonderful, wonderful road that we've been traveling on. And like every marriage, you have your ups, your downs, your highs, and your lows, but by the grace of God, we've been walking through those times together with his help. So you will hear a little bit more about her and from her in future episodes. So topic number two is, what will this podcast be about? If you're thinking I was sitting down saying, I need to just get out there and let people know what I think, that's the furthest thing from the truth. I am not really extremely techy and definitely not a bunch of social media that's not really my my thing but I really felt like you know what there is there is a, a place and a need to hear some practical Christian uh, podcast not that there aren't other practical Christian podcasts but just one to touch a little bit of all the different things that we face and I really felt led of the Lord that this would be a good medium for me to be able to encourage people and talk about just how to have victory, you know, how to be victorious in your Christian life. 
And so I really want people to listen to the podcast and then leave and say, okay, here's what I need to do. Step one, step two, and step three. And uh, really just trying to encourage Christians. I also want to reach out to lost people. And so sometimes on the podcast, I'll have different people just share their testimony about how they got saved. And it might just be a podcast about how they got saved. And that would be kind of my outreach to lost people to just hear how you can be saved. But we also want to cover different topics such as Christian growth, Um, just topics on prayer, um, having devotions, winning souls, you know, just basic doctrines about Christian growth. We're going to have topics about family, finances, health, career and business, and other topics from time to time may come about. So we want to cover a group of things or different things and not just kind of one main topic like, okay, I'm just going to talk about business. I'm just going to talk about money. I'm just going to talk about this. I would rather talk about different topics and, you know, from time to time. And it's going to be definitely conversational. So I want you to know, I do not like listening to myself. People who know me well know that. I don't like just being the only one talking. But uh, I'm so therefore, I'm going to have different people come on people from the Bahamas, the Caribbean, from around the world, the U.S., different people that I've met in my journeys and others that I will hopefully get to meet and we'll talk about different topics. And I will also say this is not going to be a controversial podcast. So I apologize if that's what you were thinking, but no, we're not going to deal with those deep theological debates because I don't want to be divisive and I don't want to pick sides. I just want to talk about practical Christian living so that we can have victory in our Christian lives. And so that's a little bit about the podcast, and I hope you decide to tune in from week to week. For our third and final topic, I want to take some time and just do a quick study on the word success as found in Joshua 1.8. Interestingly enough, the word success is only found in this verse. Let me read it for you. Joshua 1.8 This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. So that's that word success in the English is only used there that one time. But the Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew. The Hebrew word Success for success is sakal. That word, that Hebrew word is used over 65 times in the Old Testament. So what I decided to do when I, when I really believed that, okay, God was leading me to do this podcast, I said, I want to read all those 65 verses to get a better understanding of this word success or sakal. And here's what I found. Numerous times it means wisdom, wise. It also means to make wise, to be wise, to behave wisely, skillful in wisdom. So I immediately knew that this word, that success, one of the major components of it was wisdom. Listen to what it says in, in Psalm, sorry, 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 5. It said, David behaved himself wisely and was accepted by the people and Saul. So 
when David behaved wisely, that word there means or is defined as sokol, good or, or, or success. Then it talks about wisdom and so many different things. But then it also says, or it's also translated to mean prosper. So I said, I, I think I got it. And to be very honest with you, Joshua 1.8 is really the best definition of what is good success. If we could make an equation, I would say that good success is God's word or God's wisdom, our obedience plus our obedience to his word or his wisdom will equal prosperity, success. So you say, okay, what can I do with that thought? You can commit right now to saying, whether I read it in my personal time with my devotions, whether I hear it in a message or in a podcast online, or whether I hear it at my local church, whenever I hear the word of God preached and there is a promise to claim or a truth to obey, I will simply obey it because I want to prosper. In Joshua 1.8, he actually adds a few more things. He says that the book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. In other words, the, the word of God should be something that you're talking about. And I believe it means talking to your others and talking to yourself. And I say that because the next one says, but thou shalt meditate day and night. So that means you're constantly thinking about it. Like when you're worrying, about something, you constantly think about that thing you're worrying. Well, that's a form of meditation. And meditating on God's word is you're just thinking about how does that apply to my life? What did God mean when he said that or when he wrote that? And then it says, when you, and then it says in Joshua 1 8, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. When you simply say, I'm going to obey. I'll tell you what happens. Our feelings, our emotions, and our wisdom causes us to think we know better than God. And hence, we don't have success. But the goal of this verse and the goal of this podcast is for you to get God's word, obey God's word, and experience good success. Thank you for joining me in this episode. I hope that you received practical wisdom from God's word to help you to prosper in every area of your life. Please subscribe to this podcast to get the latest episodes. I'm Kwame Selber, and I'm signing off, hoping that your life is filled with good success.